This is Thunder Phoenix UK from Liverpool in the United Kingdom. DJ Tashi, I'm from the Highlands of Scotland. This is Stevis from Melbourne, Australia. Ben 21765, coming at you from Sydney, Australia. It's Little and Zed from Hamilton in New Zealand. Aussie Hawaiian shirt guy. This is the angriest Scotsman from Melbourne, Australia. Hey Roger and Chris, this is AFP Virtue from New England in the US. Hey, this is Insidious Risk from Ohio in the United States. How's it going everybody? Al Breakfast here. What's going on people? Andrew Eckley Clayton here. And I'm Alex Blue Shift Andrea. And we're a couple of NPCs. Hi, this is Zach and Lockie here from News to Reviews. I just wanted to say a big congrats on 100 episodes of Button Mash. It's a quick shout out to Button Mash. Congratulations on 100 podcasts and here's to 100 more, buddy. Congratulations on making it to 100 episodes. You guys are awesome. Your show's amazing. I love it so, 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 so much. And I just wanted to give a huge congratulations to the Button Mash guys on 100 episodes. Keep up the good work, guys, and I'm look forward to 100 more. Congratulations on 100 episodes of Button Mash, dude. You're fucking amazing, and you deserve every bit of it. I just want to say congratulations on your 100th episode of the Button Mash podcast. I know you boys came a long way, and I'm really excited to see what you have lined up in the future. Congratulations on 100 episodes of Button Mash. just want to say congratulations, Button, to the 100th episode and thousands more to come. We just wanted to give a big congrats to the boys over at Button Mash for hitting the big episode 100. The big 100. Keep on mashing, boys. Congratulations, Button Mash, on 100 episodes. Congratulations. Bloody love you, Phil. I am literally rubbing my nipples as I'm seeing this. A massive congratulations to the Button Mash podcast team on 100 episodes you guys are fucking amazing let's go woo button mash makes me moist welcome to button mash the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button my name is roger and with me for the hundredth time we've made it chris we've made it made it episode 100 we made it Whee! Chris Hansen is with me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness, we've hit the and triple digits. Yeah, I, to be honest, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought we would have, um, especially going off listening to our first episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely didn't think we were going to get to a hundred. <laughs> right, that's for sure. And we've come a long way. But yeah, so what you would have heard at the start of the episode is just a quick mashup of. Some of the wonderful people we've met uh, along the journey, uh, we've made some wonderful connections, made some some good friends, um, and it's been it's been an amazing journey, man. For for almost two years, we've met people from uh, podcasting to YouTubing to Instagram to uh, Twitch streaming, all that good stuff, man. It's been a hell of a ride. Uh, so sure. one of the clips that we got is missing from that little montage that we had at the start there because I just couldn't cut it because it just felt like it would be a sin and I'm and I'm clearly a saint so we're just going to listen to that one in its uh, in its full wholesomeness this is from uh, Brendan from uh, the Hungry Gamers podcast one of our inspirations man for doing this so here we go Hello out there to all the members of the MASH Society. This is Brendan White here, co-host of the Hungry Gamers podcast and founder of 8-Bit. Roger and Chris, the big 100. Awesome freaking effort, guys. To see what you guys bring to Button MASH week after week is a testament to you both. And over the past few years, you've quickly become one of the pillars of the Aussie gaming community. 
guys also know that apparently episode 84 of the button mash pod has been classified as one of the greatest podcast episodes of all time no idea why but maybe all you listeners need to go back and check it out immediately anyway thanks again for doing what you do the energy banter and knowledge you guys bring on the weekly is extremely contagious and is a regular source of inspiration and motivation for all of us here at 8-bit as well as no doubt all the listeners out there a big sexy congratulations on reaching the big 100 here's to 200 more much love stay hungry was i on 84 <laughs> hey yeah yeah of course oh <laughs> yeah i was like fuck was I even on 84 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh thank you so much brendan that was uh yeah that, that was real nice that was awesome that was beautiful made me cry a little bit that <laughs> <laughs> no, was wonderful words <laughs> but we made it so yes episode 84 is when brendan featured on the podcast and we talked uh we made up some video games using some of your ideas listeners and that was probably one of the most fun i've had doing the podcast yeah man. that was definitely a good episode it was fun <laughs> It was very funny. Fun. Yeah. Indeed. Go check it out, assholes. De- <laughs> Girls and assholes and make some listen. I love it. I love it. Another thing that we're going to do on episode 100 is listen back to the very first episode of, uh, of Button Mash. Just Ooh. the intro of it. That's mental. So from memory, Whoa. I think we, we started recording some episodes around June or July. I think it was just after E3. Because yep. I know we missed E3, and then we recorded yeah, a bunch, and then uh, put them up. Uh, I think it was about six of them that we just put up because we were like, "Man, if someone listens to it and they like it, they've got some more episodes to listen to." Um, yeah. So let's listen to what we what we sounded like a couple of years are we, ago. Are you, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I am. I, okay, I am. I, okay, <laughs> everybody, skip thirty <laughs> seconds into the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a button. Uh, this is our very first episode. Uh, my name is Roger, by the way, and with me I have my co-host, Chris. Yo! What's going on? Uh, pretty pumped up to do this, man. Like, we've been talking about doing something, well, it wasn't really a podcast. We started with, we were going to do a YouTube show or some shit like that years ago. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never, never took any traction. But yeah, we're finally doing a, a podcast together. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I definitely sound very excited. That's for sure. <laughs> Audio quality <laughs> is iPhone stat. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were using fucking your iPhone. Yeah, man. Bloody I was using pods earphones. or something. Yeah, the Not earphones, even yeah. pods. No, yeah. they weren't even pods. What are no. they called? They were just, just, just the one that you connect to your phone. <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot about that, man. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. I had my older mic as well, which was still, yeah, it was, it was still all right. But that's man, crazy, your old man. microphone is like pretty much like what my microphone is, probably. Yeah. Oh, my God. And oh, uh, I just dude. love that, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like how like, I was very delayed. It's like we have... <laughs> My friend, Chris. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> All distorted and stuff because of like how my microphone was. Oh, that's amazing, man. But uh, almost two years later, here we are. We're We've still had doing it. 
some wonderful guests on the show, made some wonderful friends along the way. We started streaming on Twitch. Oh my mm-hmm. God, man. It's been a hell of a journey. It's been good. It's been very good. It's been um, very good indeed. Yeah, some of the I think some of my favorite episodes were the ones that we make up games and stuff. That's definitely uh highlights. 100%. I really like the ones where we like uh we did a tournament bracket for Oh yeah. <laughs> I've done that yeah. in a while. We should bring that back. Yeah, flavor definitely. of the month, remember that? We, we used to Yeah, then we ran out of flavors about <laughs> two episodes in. <laughs> we tried but, all uh... the flavors. Yeah, we should we should bring that back, man. We should bring some guests on and, and do uh, some sort of tournament bracket again. That was yep. fun. Yeah definitely oh oh boy all right and here we are the 23rd of may 2020 recording episode 100 of the button wait, wait. podcast and you know what else what's that what's crazy if you think about like your very first episode and what your life is well was and now what your life is like now you yeah. have a kid um yeah i wouldn't think i'd be <laughs> wouldn't think i'd be getting back into pc gaming you're married um, now oh whoa oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. have a we have a massive coronavirus. <laughs> it's crazy, man! It is absolutely crazy nuts. world. Crazy oh, world. oh my god! But something that hasn't changed is uh, the way we do the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about some video game news. We're going to talk about the games that we've been playing, and oh my goodness, have we played some games this week? So let's get right into it. We got some uh, news about Bioware has come out with a bit of news, man. Bioware is is uh, ready to talk a little bit about what they're doing with Anthem. So I got this article from uh, my my good friend, Matt Wales at Eurogamer. We're, we're Matty! Yeah, I'm just sad that it hasn't been able to come over because uh, obviously the board is a, a shut at the moment, so he can't come over. He's busy, but... man. He's busy. And he's busy as well, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, so Bioware resurfaces with some uh, first progress reports on Anthem's major overhaul. So after confirming it would be giving its uh, beleaguered online shooter Anthem a a thorough retooling earlier this year, Bioware has finally resurfaced to reveal more of its plan. If you can say that. I I don't think (laughs) that's appropriate, really, to be Mm. honest. But uh, (laughs) announcing Anthem's substantial reinvention in February, Bioware's general manager, Casey Hudson, explained... The goal was was to deliver uh, a more satisfying loot experience, better long-term progression, and more fulfilling end game uh, with a focus on improving the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards. And now, three months on, studio director Christian Daly has offered a progress report uh, on that ambitious overhaul, revealing the team, said uh, total around 30 people, is currently at the incubation stage of development, development and starting to validate its design hypotheses. So incubation essentially means we're going back and experimenting, prototyping, uh, to improve on the areas where we believe we fell short, explained Bailey, uh, and to leverage everything that players love currently about Anthem. Those hoping uh, to see a radically new look Anthem anytime soon may be in uh, for disappointment, however. This is going to be a longer process, warned Bailey. The whole point of this is to take our time and go back to the drawing board. Why don't you just start a new game? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. So Bailey acknowledged there were tough challenges to tackle in overhauling Anthem's much maligned systems, of course, but said the team wanted to be open and honest uh, with where we are at and uh, what the expectations are with where we are going. 
To that end, BioWare intends to begin communication more uh, communicating, sorry, more regularly again, uh, in order to keep players informed of its progress, whether that be through blog posts, live stream, or social media. Uh, so the reality is, uh, you will see things that look awesome but end up on the cutting edge room floor. He continued, or things that you might think suck that you feel we are uh, spending too much time on, but in the spirit of experimentation, this is all okay. Um, okay, buddy. We really want to provide you uh, all the transparency we can because of your passion and interest in Anthem. But with that comes seeing how the sausage is made, which is not always pretty, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> oh, man. Why waste your time? You know how much I love Anthem, but it seems like they're doing a lot of work and it seems like they're coming out saying, don't get too excited over the work that we're doing. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think um, yeah. And it's going to be hard to bring new players in and I think we're probably on the same level as just make a new one so then you can bring people who played it like me and you coming out and and you know doing all this work yeah just just make a second one it, it's it's not as easy as just making a second one i understand but it sounds like they're going i don't know they're putting a lot of work into this and um what well, sounds like it anyways um and i don't i feel like they're just not going to get the the, the rewards yeah yeah benefit from the rewards i agree so, they, I they, it sounds like they're putting a lot of resources into it when it it probably would be better just uh because it, it sounds like they're starting from scratch, right? So why don't you start yeah. from scratch on, or maybe even like use the assets and, and recycle some of the things in the game that yeah. did work into, yeah, just, just making a sequel. I mean, like a, a lot of games have done it, right? Mm. And a lot of games have also gone the way of, uh, you know, just redoing the game, not from the ground up, but I guess reworking the, the core mechanics like Destiny with the Taken King, um, The Division that mm -hmm. sort of stuff or just i don't, I don't get it especially at like the time I, we're in telling us yeah. that we're gonna have to wait a long time when we know that we're gonna get the next generation of consoles towards the I end suppose, of the year i suppose i'm walking into it too much when he's like um those hoping to see a radical new york anthem anytime soon may be in for disappointment I don't want a whole new look or anything. I think the graphics are fine. Well, I found the graphics are fine. Um, it was just like, you know, all the other stuff <laughs> that was yeah, you know, I, I think... exactly what they pretty much said in there. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, that'd be fantastic. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm just looking into it too much in the sense of that case. But I'm just a bit scared of, like, their sales after this. Like, is it worth it, guys? Like, your game is getting sold for $2 at the moment. Literally. It's a mobile game. It's a it's a fucking mobile game, man. Like, <laughs> it, dude, like Angry Birds is like four dollars. It's like, oh my god, more than your. It doesn't your... seem worth it. I don't know what's going on yeah. in the background. I feel like they're gonna they, they have they're having to make up for um, their losses, maybe, and have mm. to like redeem themselves, and they, they aren't getting the green light to work on something new, maybe. Yeah, that's, and that's they have what to I'm do thinking. This, fix this first. Yeah. Uh, but it just it just doesn't make like it did make sense in February if you were going to release it, I guess now or in a couple of months maybe. But yeah. if they're telling us now that we're not going to see anything concrete in a long time, 
I don't see this working out, man. We're getting a whole bunch of uh, mm-hmm. incredible games coming <clears> up. <throat> we've got The Last of Us. We've got Ghost of Tsushima. We've got Cyberpunk coming. We've got, uh, I guess, Dying Light is Dying Light Two is going to uh, come back at some point. I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got a new generation coming as well. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, so, are you going to release it on your like on the new console? What are you or? trying to do? I don't. And it sounds like not. So yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, uh, I don't see this working out well. For I'm them. super sad as well. And, um, super, super sad. And I'm worried we're going to see uh, what could potentially be the end of Bioware, which would be... I mean, let's be honest. Bioware hasn't put out something Bioware-worthy in a long time. Mm. Um, but I feel like this would be... This might be the last nail in the coffin. Yeah, I know. And I'm just... Because I loved Anthem... I don't know why. <laughs> um, <laughs> I understand. I understand like why people didn't like it in a sense, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was weird. It's just one of those games that like everyone hates, and you're just like, oh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. But then you can see why people hated it as well, though. Um, and I would have loved to see them, yeah, come out and knock it out of the park. Um, and I would love to see it come out. Maybe I don't know right now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's been the perfect I mean. time right now. Because nothing's out right now. Um, there's not even that much going on. It made me even go out and buy a PC. So, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, this would have been such a good time for them just to kind of it go in like, there. It sounds do like the, the same thing happening going again. It's like that, that's the whole problem that they had in the first place, right? It was like, hey, we're working on this amazing thing. Oh, by the way, we're showing you cutscenes and stuff that aren't actually featured in the game and yeah. the team is uh <laughs> is putting it into the game after we've shown you this footage um and mm-hmm. it's like is it the same thing that's happening again they're telling us that they're working on an overhaul but the team hasn't actually like they're telling us stuff that the team hasn't actually worked on yet um mm. uh, it's weird man i don't i don't like the smell of it <clears throat> me neither but um, you know what though? To be honest with you, um, once they do get it all, you know, finished and stuff like that, the I will be the one percent that would probably jump back in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh... Um, and I'd like to just uh, just see it out and see what they've changed and what things have they've done and all that kind of kind of stuff. But um, yeah, no, it doesn't doesn't look good for you know getting a new audience that's for sure why tell us that you're doing all this when you're it's clearly not ready it's not you tell us three months later that it's not even close to being ready why don't you just tell us when it's ready it's not like people were waiting waiting for for, it yeah it's (laughs) like you already flopped man like you might as well just wait it out and when you're ready boom smash it out yeah, this yeah. is what we worked on this is what's happening bang you can play it in a month or whatever mm-hmm. now it's like you just made it weird man you told us you got us excited and now you're telling us that it's not going to be a while which obviously like you didn't know three months ago so should we be worried i i sure as hell am mm. like, like yep. why didn't you tell us it's going to take ages three months ago when you announced uh-huh. it you know uh-huh. Uh, weird stuff, man. Weird stuff. But um, hey, let's move on to our next topic, which is a bit of a, a bit of a tricky one. We got Ubisoft suing Apple and Google for ripping off Rainbow Six Siege. So this article comes from uh, Camilla Wolf at Press Start Australia. 
According to a report originally published by Bloomberg, Ubisoft Entertainment SA, which is uh, South Australia, we've got Ubisoft in South Australia down here, uh, has filed a lawsuit against Apple and Google for allegedly selling a ripoff of the company's enormously popular shooter, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. The complaint accuses the mobile title Area F2 Global Launch, developed by Alibaba Group Holdings, ejoy.com, of being a near-carbon copy of Rainbow Six Siege and states that the likeness cannot seriously be disputed. The complaint goes on to reiterate that Rainbow Six Siege is among Ubisoft's most valuable intellectual properties and that virtually every aspect of AF2 is copied from their title, from the operator selection screen to the final scoring screen and everything in between. Bloomberg reached out to uh, representatives of the respondents Google, Alibaba, and Apple, but uh, they have not yet commented on the lawsuit. Uh, the complaint reveals that prior to the filing last Friday in federal court in Los Angeles, I don't know why they would go to America when it's Ubisoft in, in South Australia. Uh, Ubisoft, yeah. has, <laughs> Ubisoft has already <laughs> notified Apple and Google of the copyright infringement, uh, but the companies refused to remove the game from Google Play and Apple App stores. Now, after I read this, I tried to download the game. It's not on there anymore. I wanted to play it, man. I want to play Rainbow Six uh, Mobile Edition. Yeah. Can't I play feel it. like, man, like 80% of mobile games are copied. Right. That's <laughs> like, have you seen all the fake, like, <laughs> Fortnite games? And, yeah. Like, just pretty much, like, literally, it's 80% of the games out there that are all just, like, fake versions yeah. of, of the, the, the only... actual games. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much what mobile gaming has become, right? It's just clones yeah. of other shit and clones of themselves, <laughs> like yeah. mobile games copying other mobile games, and that's the men Counter Strike um, clones, like clones on on mobile, is ridiculous, dude. Yep. Like, <laughs> um, you know what though? Uh, yeah, if they want to sue them, good luck to them. <sighs> I don't know. Like, will they win? I have no idea. Like, I feel like they. Yeah, I don't know if if like, if, if the argument that every or <laughs> a lot of mobile games are just copies of other games is an is a is an actual argument that will stand in court. I don't know. No, no, because like I suppose the other companies are going to come out and sue them, and they're just probably like eh, they're not like dinting our like sales at all. Yeah. Like, the mobile market and especially when Fortnite actually has Fortnite on mobile like yeah. you're not going to get a coin of Fortnite. yeah it's just interesting that whole kind of what basis are you going to get them off and win the case like oh they have the same you can play as the same people like what if everything looks the same like there's there's surely copyright issues in there yeah, like they're saying, I'm sure that, like, like it's a carbon copy. Like it looks exactly, exactly the, same. the same. Menus, everything. Jesus. Oh, so I'm mm. sure there's something in there. Um, the only the 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 only thing I can, I guess, like if it, if it looks exactly the same, like yeah, I, I would. You, you're done. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But the the other thing I was thinking of is, does that mean Ubisoft is worried because they have? A version of uh, Rainbow Six going to mobile, similar to what um, Call of Duty's done, maybe. But would you be worried if you've got that version coming to mobile? Because you're like, well, everyone's just going to hop to the proper version of it. Though. Hell yeah, I would. 
yeah it's like maybe so they, like, they plan on like making money off it and people might go well i've got area f2 which is free and i've already got it like why the fuck would i get um mm, rainbow six yeah. i mean truly not the, nah, it wouldn't be a wouldn't... paid version I yeah but like, like there would be microtransactions and stuff so yeah try and shut it down now and yeah yeah it's true yeah, no, it's an interesting one. Um, Indeed. Like the first thing that came to mind was if it's not a, like a straight, you know, copy and paste job, I was like, well, Counter-Strike's going to come out and be like, I'm going to sue you, Rainbow Six, for copying our idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's it's as... Oh, shit, here we go again. It's like the BR. <laughs> yeah, like... no, I don't think it's as, it's as bad as the... What was it? It was... Um... PUBG and Fortnite. Yeah, PUBG and Fortnite. It's not that. Like, this is like straight up operators exactly the same yeah menus everything Uh, i kind of want to look at it now yeah i know that's what i I was like (laughs) i want to i wanted to to play some and be like hey mobile rainbow six get around it but no unavailable (laughs) anymore i wonder why (laughs) but uh hey let's move on to our spicy topic of the week chris because this year's call of duty apparently is going to be called call of duty black ops cold war We've got this article from Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. This autumn's uh, Call of Duty game is called Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. What a name, according to a leak backed up by Eurogamer's own sources. Call of Duty leaker Okami posted a mocked-up box uh, cover with the correct title on Twitter last night. It's fair to say this isn't the artwork you'll see later this year, but the title is on the money. So it's literally a cover of Black Ops 1. Uh, It just says Black Ops cold war instead um so as the name suggests treyarch's black ops series is returning to its roots with a historical setting treyarch's series began in the 1960s before leaping into the future for its sequels it's a similar situation to infinity wards modern warfare which uh, after several sequels got a soft reboot last year as eurogamer reported yesterday call of duty battle royale was warzone fuck me they got some long ass names man uh, <laughs> has begun a set of teasers to do with its locked bunkers which will slowly hint at a cold war setting over time there's more to come there uh, before activision makes cold war official uh, though of course Players have already glitched through walls and seen some of what is in store, including a Cold War era spy plane. The setting is uh, not a huge surprise uh, then, but it's more interest. It's a it's a more interesting reveal than uh, what we just what we're used to. After all, Call of Duty always leaks every single year, um, and this will be the fifth Black Ops game. Fifth Black Ops game. You know what I just realized? You know how they said uh, Call of Duty Battle Royale Warzone has begun a set of teasers to do with its locked bunkers. And I said to you last night when we were playing Warzone, oh, there's like a vault that you can now open. They're the bunkers that you can open. Yeah. So that's cool. I like Mm. that. That's kind of cool. Now, this is probably the first time. First time ever. Um, When I saw it, I loved the first bit. Black Ops, peaking. Loved it. Yes. Cold War? No. Really? I don't want I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Um Yeah, I don't want to go to Cold War. No. I wanna uh stay in the modern era or uh, yeah. I wanna Yeah, man. Oh, I think I'm the, a bit I think I'm a bit end? like I think it is, man. I think oh. I don't I don't wanna go back to the very greyish Call of Duty 
dull. Oh. Yeah, I think the reason why I missed World War and stuff was because it was boots on the ground, right? And I knew there was no jetpacks and stuff. Yep. But times have changed there, Roggy, where I kind of want to go to just stay in the modern era or even if it is a little bit more advanced or like we know that Black Ops 3 was like, that was our shit. Like that was our jam. Yep. Like that was at prime time. I, w- I just want to go back there a little bit more. I just want to just, I don't want to go back, man. I don't want to go back. And I'm like, when we had the last, the World War II game, Call of Duty World War Two, I just, I didn't enjoy it as much as what I would normally. Yeah, and I'm right. kind of going back and I'm like, man, I didn't play that much. Like I did, but it was probably one of the lesser ones. And I kind of go back to all of them, all the ones that go back to the World War. I'm like, man, I didn't really play that much multiplayer on that. Like I was just like, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm a kid. I'm attracted to colors. <laughs> like bright colors and stuff, dude. Oh, wow. And like, I'm still going to, obviously, I'm still going to play. I'm still going to play the shit out of like, you know, I'm going to play the shit out of it, right? But okay. it's just, I I was a little bit disappointed. Like I kind yeah, of, right. when I just saw Black Ops, I was just thinking like Black Ops 3 and like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Um, it, it, the thing I would be kind of pretty super excited about and would be a Cold War BR for Call of Duty. Really? I'd be I'd be down for that. Okay. But not for my normal TDM and stuff. It sounds boring. You're, 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 you're totally <laughs> opposite to me. No, but oh. I'm saying that would the only positive would come out of that. That would kind of look forward it's to not, because it, like, it's not that I'm, so yeah. many modern warfare stuff with BRs and stuff like that. I wouldn't yeah. mind going back like an old school, like, you know, single shot rifles and stuff like that in a BR. It's not but, that um, I'm it's not that I'm the opposite. It's it's actually pretty funny because literally last night I was sitting where I'm sitting now mm-hmm. and I was going through the dock and I was like, Man, like when when are we going to stop getting Call of Duty games? Like, where does it end? <laughs> yeah. It's been over a decade now. Like, when when does it end for us? Where's where's the where's the finish line? And then you say this to me, and I'm like, oh shit! Like, are we getting close now? Um, to you get be- run out of ideas, huh? I mean, they they've they've run out of ideas fucking five years yeah, ago. But- <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Uh, but we still get it because that's the game where we jump in and play together. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a way of, I guess, keeping in touch with each other. So- and I suppose it's just, a, it's always kind of like going back to our, it's a comfort game, isn't it? Like yeah. you don't need to learn anything. Like last night we're having a good time just chatting and we don't really need to think about anything. It's like there's yeah. a person there, pew, pew, you're dead. And <laughs> or pew, pew, on. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, pew, pew, or I'm dead. Or, um, oh, no, Finn, pull the parachute. Oh, no, Finn, you're dead. <laughs> Going to the gulag. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> throw it in there. I'd, Sorry, Finn. <laughs> the, um, what I thought about with this one was, uh, number one, the story of Black Ops 1 was one of my favorites, I reckon, in the campaign, single-playing campaign. Uh Um, And multiplayer, I didn't really think about, to be honest. That's probably what I'm going to play the most, but I I, I didn't really think about it. I was more 
um, excited about what uh, what they would do. On a story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Even though, yeah, I, I mean, I, I wasn't, I wouldn't say excited, but that's what I thought about. Yeah. I, I was like, as you know, like I have, I, I don't care about really any of the stories now. The last, well, the current one right now, Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. that story was awesome. Like, holy moly. Like, I loved that. Um, I haven't enjoyed a, a Call of Duty story, like campaign in ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just I don't want to go back to like the well, like yeah, the Cold War and stuff. So the setting <laughs> is what you're not excited about. Yeah, I think I'm a bit. It doesn't get me that excited as a sense as like. Yeah, but what I was telling you, it's, it's not. Um, I guess you, you, where it would be in between. Um, uh, what's it called? Black Ops, not Black Ops, like the old World War Two games and um, a Black Ops, which is not that far back. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. Just straight in my head, I just thought of like a lot of grey, and I know a lot of Corgis are like that anyway. But um, yeah, that's fair, man. Yeah, I'm just um, I'm attracted to bright colours, um, and 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 I think that's why I'm, you know, I, I still like Fortnite and stuff like that because yeah. it's just like yeah. the colour palette that they use, and I'm just kind of like attracted to it. And I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> bright colours, that llama, yeah, cranking some nineties. That's fair enough, man. But, um, but oh, let's be honest, like I, yeah, I love all Call of Duties, um, even like. Advanced ones. Warfare that, Ooh, like, yeah, we hated. Um, I still played and still liked, still prestiged, still did this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still going to play it. But, um, yeah, of course. Of course. Like, I've, I but kinda, I'm just, I would have been disappointed. Yeah. I kind of wanted them to just expand on Modern Warfare, to be honest. Just be like, yeah. hey, Treyarch is going to work on a, a, a major update for Modern Warfare because... They've done well in terms of releasing content for it, in my opinion. Um, like, there's there's a lot of variety in this game compared to the older Call of Duties, I reckon. Warzone is pretty mm. beefy in itself. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of modes that change, um, mm-hmm. that rotate in in your multiplayer. There's always, mm-hmm. I guess, some of them we we don't always agree with, um, but some of them have been pretty fun. I like going in there and be like. Oh, this is available at the moment. Let's jump in there for a few games, and next week you come back and it's it's different, and uh, you've always got always got something new to play, I guess. So Modern Warfare definitely knocked it out of the park. I think, yeah. Um, just like a lot of people were a bit um, spectacle with the BR, they're just like, oh man, like is this going to be just another BR? But now it's like it's one of the most popular BRs. Um, you, you see, even on Twitch, like pretty much the number one game, everyone's playing Call of Duty BR. Um, and then you've got to gunfight where we just have an absolute blast playing that. Um, you've even got raids in COD raids. Like, what the hell? Like, and they're so hard. Like, I, man, you need a full team. <laughs> we should try that one day. We should try yeah, and actually should. finish one with a whole squad. But um, yeah, I think that's what you said. Like, they just bring out different playlists and um. Because it's yeah, not. It, yeah, it mixes it up heaps. And it makes you use different guns as well, and I like that. I hated it at the start. I hated it. I put it down for for, for a pretty long time. And mm-hmm. then uh, I don't know what brought me back. I think it might have been Warzone. I'm not too sure. 
um, but I did have a pretty big break. But no other Call of Duty game has has done that. Where like if I put it down, I, I put it down. <laughs> like I'm pretty much yeah. done. Uh, but this time, like I we play it pretty often now, like once or twice a week, which isn't too much, but it's more than what I've done in the past. I reckon. Like usually when I'm done with it, I don't don't really go back to it. But yeah, there's always new stuff, I guess, and. I think the gunfight as well, it makes it uh, like really close games is because they change the weapons like yep. every two rounds. Because like like with me and you, you know, we see a sniper or something, we're going, oh, gosh, and then you always them two rounds. Then they bring up like submachine machine guns and pistols, and then we're like, hey, and then there we, we dominate them. Where if, if I feel like if it was custom like you can just customize oh, class yeah. people with snipers will just be like bang bang dead bang bang dead it'll be like six zip goodbye and you're like oh damn it yeah <laughs> um but you know i like how everyone's on an even playing field in a sense but um yeah it's it's awesome what, so good and even mean? like the knives oh no that was funny yeah that was funny uh, <laughs> that well was yeah i don't know what cold war is going to do that it's going to top mm. that really i mean yeah it's gonna be hard dude. that's why that's why hard. i was like man just 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 keep the same Call of Duty for a couple of years and just just build on it, man. Just release a big expansion pack from Treyarch um, at the end of the year instead of releasing a new game and just just build on it, man. Like yeah, I'm pretty yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, yeah, you know, they're sticking that... to their yearly plan, and I guess mm. we'll we'll see how it goes. And like you said, we're suckers for it. We're gonna get it. We're gonna play it um but yeah i don't know i feel like i might be getting close to to the end of my call of duty days i don't know maybe i'm just saying that right now but i don't know if i've said you're that just, in the past. You're, you're just saying that yeah i'm just saying that. i'm just yeah. saying that cool <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we have for the news this week ladies and gentlemen so let's uh move on to um what we've been playing but before we do that we need to remind you guys if you're listening to the bad mash podcast on itunes or uh, on apple Podcasts, make sure that you get in there and uh, leave us a little review on there it does help with uh, discovery helping people find out about the the podcast and it helps us stay motivated make sure we get to that episode 200 uh, in a couple of years time so yeah if you are on there make sure to leave us a reviews five th- five stars would be very much appreciated anything less don't even bother <laughs> i'm joking but yeah let us know what you think of the of the show leave your opinion on there um, and uh, we do other things as well. We are on Twitch. We have a little website. We're on Twitter. We're, we're playing around with Instagram as well these days. Um, and all the links that you need to uh, find those places will be on the website, which is www.budmashpod.com. Links to the Discord server, links to the podcast directories, links to the Twitch channel. All that stuff is on there. And if you want to go directly on the Twitch channel, that's www.twitch.tv forward slash buttonmashpod. At the moment, I'm uh, streaming some Resident Evil 7 on Tuesday nights and some Jackbox on Friday nights. And they've both been a, a lot of fun. Looking forward to Chris jumping on board once we get everything set up with his brand new PC. I'm um, a noob. And we're going to have uh, some uh, some more stuff happening, some more regular streams more than twice a week which will be some exciting stuff but uh if you want to find out what we what we're up to these days make sure that you follow us on twitter as well that's at buttonmashpod on there and get into that discord server and make some uh some friends because there's some uh wonderful humans in there chris let's talk about 
the games we've been playing this week. That's uh, that's a beefy playlist we've got here. We've got mm-hmm. seven games in there. I feel like that's probably the first time we've had that many games on the list. So a lot to get through. So we're going to start with the sad story of the week. Chris, but it says games we've played. Oh, oh, not games that played you. Chris, talk to us about Mafia 2, the definitive edition, please. And just to specify, Chris has played Mafia 2 definitive edition on the PlayStation 4. Yes, PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah. Yeah, so our good friend Finn, um, he was kind of talking it up in a sense of like, oh, it's his favorite game. Um, And I feel like I have a very similar taste uh taste yes of 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 games uh mean finn and i remember playing mafia 2 maybe oh i don't know it was a few years back yeah but it wasn't for long yeah it wasn't for long um and i was just like you know what yeah i'm pumped man i want to play this i saw some screenshots and i was like yeah man um one of my mates gave me like a fifty dollar like PSN voucher for my birthday, and I was like, "Man, I got fifty bucks just sitting in there, and it was forty nine dollars." I was like, "Yeah, I'm down for this." Um, so I downloaded it. Um, then I was getting ready, and then Finn messaged us because he was already playing it, saying, "Oh, the sounds a bit off, but um, yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah, no, it's it's good." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, whatever." I like the sound, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And um, then he said, I oh, it, it fixed later down the track. And then um, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So, so we started the game. We restarted the game and stuff. So um, I hopped in um, and in the first few cutscenes, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's, gee, it runs a little bit weird. Like it's a bit, you know, a bit skippy. But I was like, oh, no, I think it's just the game warming up, you know. Um, <laughs> and then once... Um, I was in a car. It just started to get a little bit more choppier. And I was just like, yeah, this is weird. Like the frame rates are really pretty bad in this. And then all of a sudden my sound was just coming out of my left headphone. And I was like, oh, this is the thing that uh, Finn was talking about. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, man. Like, that, that's fine. <clears throat> and then um, I got to a part where it just went black. The screen went black, but I could hear stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And I could see like my little um, really cool thing. Crosshair. Crosshair. And I was like, oh, this is weird. I can't do anything. So obviously I had to get out of the game, go back in. And then it took me back like five minutes to where I was. And I was like, ah, oh, I have to do this again. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, it's fine. Got up to the bit and it was fine. <clears throat> then I had this 2K logo on the top like right of my screen. <laughs> it's just a watermark. Like, I don't know what it was there for. It was just there. And I was like, uh, Finn. Do, do, do you have this? I don't know if I didn't <laughs> notice that before, but that's going to be annoying. And he's like, no, that yeah, I don't have that on my screen. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, what is this? So, off I, so I had to wait until I got to a save point because I'm not going to do the bit that I just did yeah. like twice. So had to play with it a fair bit. Um, turned it off, went back in. It was gone. I was like, great, fantastic. Off we go. Good start. <laughs> and then um, I, was, I kept on playing it and it just got worse and worse. And the frame rate was just getting shitter and shitter. 
And it got to a point where I was like, I'm out. I cannot play this anymore. It is like as much as I wanted to keep playing it because I was enjoying it in a sense of like, I'm liking the story. I like what's happening. I just can't play it. The gameplay is trash. Like the frame rates were just, it dropped down to like 15 to 10 frames at one point. And then it went up to like 20. It just jumps around. You think, oh, here we go. We're fine. And it starts going smoothly again. And then it just starts going crappy again. The cutscenes are the worst part of it, I think, mm-hmm. in, in frame rate. Um, That's so weird. The, I, I did look at the comparison between um, like the original and, and this version, mm-hmm. and man, there's not much difference in graphics as well. <laughs> like, oh, it's really? not a huge difference. It's just a little bit polished. It's not a whole, yeah. you know. It's just remap textures. It's just, yeah. Um, it's just someone's just chucked a HD on, on, on the game, and yep. bam, there it is. Um, so, you know, that's what I was expecting, I suppose. But yeah. I was like, oh, it's not that much of a di- It is a difference, but it's not huge, hugely. Yeah. Um, and I was just really, really disappointed, man. I was so sad because um, I really want to play this game mm-hmm. and I want to, like, finish it as well. Um, and, yeah, I said to Finn, I was like, dude, this is really bad. This is horseshit. <laughs> And he was in the same boat. He was like, "Yep, yeah, mine's getting really bad too." And uh, so he, he had, had a few other bugs where he had. Yeah, a- so he with his one, he had uh, the waypoint, which obviously shows him where to go <laughs> for the next objective. So he had his current one, and then there's also another one that was just just stayed there. So when he's trying to get to a certain point. He has two waypoints and it doesn't know which one is the the, the right one. <laughs> so. Oh, can you imagine oh, that, man? Dude. So it, it, he he was like, cool, I'll just reset the game. It'll be fine. Resets the game and it's still there. So it's actually is just stuck with it forever. Unless he, uh, like, he would have to restart the whole game for it to, to go away at this point. Now, I'm no developer, PC tester, anything, right? <laughs> but when you release a game, do you test it? <laughs> you th- think so it's just because i feel like there's no way in the world they have popped this into a playstation give it a mate just give it a few levels give it the first 10 minutes of the game you're gonna find some bugs surely like just surely now have they have they rushed this out have they remade with their remaking remaking one from the ground up fantastic now were they like, hey, let's bring out number two and just chuck a like a you know a high definition pack on it and release it into a big bundle and we can mm. make extra money. Yeah, let's do that. Now, <laughs> I feel like that's what they've done here. Yeah, the, the whole thing feels a bit weird. Now, another thing I, I want to bring up as well. So Finn looked into that bug that he had with the waypoints and it's actually <laughs> yeah. a bug that was present on the PC version on release. <laughs> so uh, the the reason why i specified that chris played on the playstation is because apparently the other versions are working fine so pc i don't know anything about xbox actually but the pc version Mm. definitely works well um and has received some some good feedback but the playstation 4 version and, and you're clearly not the only ones um we've looked into it a bit further and there's a lot of people who are having issues uh, on mm-hmm. the PlayStation 4. So it's a, it's a general thing, unfortunately. Uh, and it's just the whole thing feels a bit weird to me. Like, 
you're you're announcing it as a trilogy um but you're releasing two and three now and then number one in august yeah it's just why shouldn't be the other way around just release the whole thing in august when everything's ready but again like obviously they're working on other systems but the playstation 4 is is botched up which and i think finn um sent a message to our group chat and he said oh dude like uh they've just released a patch 1.1 um <laughs> yeah like yeah the fixed stuff and i was like oh, oh sick and i looked at the current version i'm playing 1.1 i was like whoa <laughs> no so you actually meant that this whole time you guys were playing the patch version and yeah, yeah i know but i was taking it as like <laughs> yeah. oh sick so like actual the thing and i was like yeah. that's what you said so what was the game like before it was patched <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's crazy. Um, super disappointed that I paid $49 for this game. Um, I'm high hopes. Try to high get hopes. your money back. <laughs> try, yeah, try to get my money back, but that's not going to happen. It's digital and PlayStation have been assholes um, saying turn off the machine. What are the error codes? And I'm like, I just told you what was wrong. There's no error codes for frame rate issues. The game is broken. And it's not optimized for the PlayStation. So, so now I'm on just hopes and dreams that they come out. And I've got, I'm I'm pretty confident that they will bring out a, a, a patch to this to fix it. And um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, just a patch that will kind of just get me through the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, that will be fine. I, mean, that, I don't mind. A fair a demand. Few, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I paid 49 bucks for, a, for that. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um. So, yeah, dude, uh, I was really looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to hold back on Mafia 1, uh, the remake, um, because, yeah, obviously, I'm a bit scarred. So, yeah, I should have done what you did and bought the game that you're going to talk about. <laughs> but before we do that, Chris, so <laughs> we just uh, hinted at you getting a brand spanking new PC this week that you set up yesterday. Exciting stuff. And, of course, the first game you boot up on that machine is Skater XL. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so massive skateboarding fan, as we all know. And this game that I kind of came across on Instagram a year ago or something and i was like wait is that a game i was like what is this dude and i was like looking into it and i was like oh it's only for pc only and it looked just down my alley man it was apparently it's a it's a sim it's a skating simulator um it looks great but it was only like one little map at the very start it was a very small portion of like um of like the la district and um the whole uh, physics and stuff looked amazing. Um, and I was like, oh, well, I might be playing that because I don't have a PC. Um, and I don't know, a year down the track, bam, here I am. <laughs> um, they did announce it for PS4, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. And I was super pumped for that. But then when I was getting a PC, I was like, hang on, why would I get the PlayStation version when I can get the PC version? Um, because the PC version, there's a lot of mods and stuff like that. So, you know, people have made skate parks and um, cities and all this. The modding community is like huge in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so booted it up. Um, and it gives you a little tutorial at the start of, 
you know, how to do an ollie, how to do a kickflip, how to like rotate your guy, um, how to push and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, off I went, had to just learn how to skate. Um, and it was sick. Uh, it's super hard in a, in a sense of I've come from playing skate the last month. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just like kind of, a, you know, one stick is your steering and the other stick is pretty much everything board. of like how you swipe the board and do a kick flip, do a shove, do a 360 flip and so on. But in this game, yeah, your right stick is your um, right foot and the left stick is your left foot. Oh, Jesus. Mm. So um, it sounds it sounds scary at the start, but like to do an ollie, you literally just pull back on your right joystick and let it go. That's an ollie, right? Okay. And if you want to do a bigger ollie, so if you pull down both joysticks, he goes down lower, so you get bigger pop, right? Okay. Um, so if I wanted to do a kickflip, so I pull back on my right stick, that's my right, like my right foot, mm-hmm. and then once I release that, I just press left on my left stick, and that's to obviously do a kickflip. Mm-hmm. Um, now to steer is quite interesting because I have to really get used to it. So you obviously just press X and you can push, right? Now, when you go down to Ollie or do to do a trick in skate, we can go down and we can turn with our left and um, with our right analog stick here. We can just kind mm-hmm. of just, you know, cruise around. You can't with this because that's your foot. Mm-hmm. That's your foot positioning, right? Mm-hmm. So he just like moves his foot around. So you kind of just, going straight and you can't really move because you're bending down about to do a trick. So you have to actually use the triggers to, uh, to steer him. Okay. <clears throat> but if you don't bob down and you're kind of just skating around, you can just use the analog sticks to, to you know, to, okay. to steer. Yep. So it's quite weird of getting used to it. It's like, you know, you're, you're pushing and then you're steering and you're going towards a rail, then you bob go down to do an ollie and then you're like, oh, I'm a little bit off. I'm going to go a bit right to the rail. You can't just push a like analog sticks to the right or left mm. because he'll just end up doing a pop shove it or something. Yeah. So you have to actually use your right triggers oh, or your left triggers. Yeah. So that's a bit like weird. I was just like, Ugh. um, but yeah, I've managed to like do a kickflip. I've managed to do like kickflip K grinds and a few little tricks here and there, but um, yeah, it's definitely a game that, you got to get used to it. And once you do get used to it, it's going to be like amazing. Um, and they're bringing out updates like all the time. So they've just bought out an update yesterday, surprisingly, mm-hmm. when I've just got the game. Um, and it's transition skateboarding where like mini ramps and stuff like that. Apparently you couldn't really skate ramp that well, like go on the coping and do like stalls and grinds on top of the coping. So they've just released that one. Um, and it works really well. And they've thrown in like a little mini ramp so you can practice on it. Um, and they give you like two official kind of maps, um, with the, with the, just the vanilla game. Um, it's like a LA courthouse. It's just outside with ledges and stuff. I think that was the very first map that they came out with. And the second one is kind of like just a skate park with a bit of a car park on the left. Um, and then you can go to customize parks and then that's when you can just you just go to discord and then just all of these maps just pop up and then you can just download like pretty much 
you can download any any map really that people have created. You can download different um, boards and shoes or wheels or trucks or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be a, a learning curve for me. It'd be, I'll be interested to see how long it's going to take me to kind of get used to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the replay editor is pretty in-depth. I'm not very good at that because I've seen people like do edits and I'm just like, that is phenomenal. <laughs> like I watched this guy this morning and it was he did like a normal street park like video like it was ridiculous and i was like this is like i'm watching an actual skate video like he had the music going and like all the timings and the fisheye lens and he had like he was skating at night with like a light shining on him doing like it was just amazing it blew my mind i was like how are you doing this yeah so i'm not very good at the editors and stuff but i'd really like to be you know only how to get good mm-hmm. at replay and stuff like that but um yeah that's my first impressions if you're into like kind of you're into skate games um, and you're a bit of a die-hard skater and you want to kind of challenge yourself, um, definitely pick this up. This is definitely going to be a good get. Um, you can wait for PS4 that comes out in a few months. And, it's July, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yep, July. I don't know if I'll pick it up on PS4 because I've already got it on PC, but like if other people pick it up and not on PC, like my friends. Just to play and- together. Yeah, just to play online. Yeah. Um, because you don't unlock anything. But then again, like the full release of the game hasn't come out. So we don't know what's going to come out in the full release. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's good. Because I like the challenging aspect of it. Like I don't like too, too arcade-ish game of, of, you know, I can do like a quadruple kickflip to, you know, K grind to 360 flip out and stuff like that. Like I don't mind playing them. But I'm normally trying to skate like Realistic. realism, and this is a perfect game for it. Because mm-hmm. you know, for me to skate a rail and just want to do a kickflip five zero takes me a while. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. So I got because I only played for probably all up. I don't know uh, two and a half hours or something, three hours. Very good, Chris. I this past week, I reckon yeah. I played more games than I have yeah. in the past year. <laughs> like. I've just... Hashtag, get a baby. Get a baby, bro. Especially the first couple of weeks that you can't do anything. It's great. So I managed to finish Final Fantasy VII Remake. Finally, um, it kicked my butt on Saturday night, I think. I was trying to finish it. And um, mm-hmm. the second last boss fight goes for a little while. There's a few phases to it. And okay. um, I was playing it for maybe 15 minutes, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I died... And it sent me all the way back to the start instead of the most recent phase. And I was like, you can't do that to me, man. I'm out. So I turned the game off and I I had a really good think about it on (laughs) Sunday. And I was like, if I'm going to go back into this game, I don't want this to happen again. I'm not going to do the fight for a third time. So I looked into the um, the difficulty modes um, Mm -hmm. and the, I guess, easiest one is called Mm -hmm. Classic. Okay, yep. And what that does, Chris, what that Mm -hmm. does, and I'm not even ashamed of saying I fucking did it because it was the best decision I've made playing this game. The game plays itself, so your your characters are just fighting by themselves, so it gives you the opportunity to focus on the special moves, so going to the menus and doing your spells and whatnot. So the game just does like your basic attacks for you and like dodges oh. and stuff. 
Oh, what? Yeah. So I was just sitting back. I had no in my arms, controller in my hands. I'm just watching mm-hmm. the fight happen, switching between characters, watching it all happen. And it's on easy as well. So it's easy and it plays by itself. But if you just let it play, it's not going to do your abilities, your spells, taking potions in and whatnot. No. So you're no. still doing that part. So I was like, I yep. still had some agency in the game, right? So I wasn't just literally watching it. But I was like, man, you know what? Just because I wanted to see how the game ends yeah. and I was yeah. like, you know, I've, I've, I've experienced the game. Like I've, yeah, played pretty much the entire game. In, of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, I'm completely okay with just ending the game on on the easiest mode. I've done that with Wolfenstein Two as well, where like it was just getting frustrating, and I was like, I just want to see how how it pans out, man. Like I just want mm. it to end. I'm ready for it to end. I've experienced the game. I've I'm satisfied. I'm I'm done. So mm-hmm. I did it, and um, man, I don't know, man. Like a bit different to how I felt at the start of the game. Uh, some a few weird things that happened that there's just a lot of fluff in it i feel like a lot of padding uh because from my from my my understanding i think this covers like a third of the game something like that like uh it's not a small portion but go on can you kind of see where zach's coming from when he was saying like oh i just want this game to end and it's kind of getting to a point where i'm done okay yeah 100 percent that's that's how, that was me on saturday yep it was okay. just the, the, some sections there's one particular sep- section i think it's chapter 17 which is pretty lengthy and a lot of pointless shit happens like i'm gonna tell you mm-hmm. what happens this is i don't consider it a spoiler because it doesn't have anything to do with the the story okay. itself uh, yep. without any context but there's a bit in the game where you need to go from the ground level to i think you go up to level 54 so it goes cloud decides not to take the elevator because of course you're gonna get caught out he's emo yeah he's like we need to we need to stay in hiding so we're gonna take the stairs now i have not having finished the original game i don't know if there's any sort of a relation between that and the original game if it's like a nod to the original game but it literally (laughs) makes you climb 54, 54 flights, flights of, stairs. of stairs it's not just that so you can run and then at a certain point it slows you down because hey in real life you'd get tired right so at some point you're literally walking up the stairs oh and i was what? like it takes a fair while and i was like why the fuck did i just have to do that like there's no reasoning behind it Unless, like I said, it's, it's a nod uh, yeah, to something that dude. happens in the original game. But for someone who hasn't played it, it was a chore and a half. There's no combat. You're not fighting anything on your way up. You're literally climbing the stairs, listening to your characters complain about having to go up the stairs. That's it. That is what? it. Yes. I finished that and hey. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. I'm no uh, computer programmer or anything, but... Surely they play these games when they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the that's the only thing I can think what? of. What I don't know. That is ridiculous. I haven't looked into it, but that's the flight only... simulator. Like there flight has to be. Simulator. <laughs> it would have to be something to do with the original game, like yeah, some sort but of. But that's like it pissed people off in the first game, and then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna put it in just to like." Yeah. I don't know. I might look into it and see why they've done it, but that's not going to really 
it's not an excuse, man. Like, but I feel like even if it was a kind of it was like in an old game, and it was more of like, like everyone hated it. It would be funny if we put it in, but they could have made like a joke out of it in a sense of like, oh, we have yeah. to do this. And the first four fours are like, no, I'm going to take the elevator. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. do you know other games mean? have done that before. Where it's like, oh, the the one that comes to mind is um, uh, Sunset Overdrive where the game is like, you know those games where you hate doing, oh man, the stupid fetch quest, <laughs> yeah. oh, they're so dumb. Yeah. Hey, go do one. It's like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Like, you just told me yeah. shit and now you're making me do it. That's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was just weird. But apart from that, man, like, um, it, it did get a bit repetitive. Um, like I said, a lot of padding. So things in the story that doesn't really... It doesn't move the story forward, so mm-hmm. it was just like, why am I doing it? I just want to focus on... So, basically, some main quests felt like side quests, but you couldn't avoid them. So, I'll, okay. I'm okay with games having side quests. Like, if I want to do it, I'd do them. But mm-hmm. this game had a lot of side questy main quests, which kind of sucked. Um, okay. But, hey, there were some good parts, man. I, I did enjoy a, a lot of it, so... Um, I did have fun with it. I mean, I, I would have had to to get to the end of it. Um, but look, let's compare it to Days Gone that I reviewed last year. Um, <laughs> not as bad. So I did enjoy it a lot at the start and just didn't enjoy it as much towards the end, but mm-hmm. not nearly to the degree of Days Gone Days last gone. year. <laughs> that was <Okay>. fucked. <laughs> that right, was a massive cool. downhill ride. Um, but in perfect Final Fantasy style, the story didn't make much sense to me. Um, they're just bringing a villain towards the end and they're like, yeah, he's he's the main villain. You're like, okay, why? What's his motivation? I don't get it. It's like, uh, well, th- you're going to have to Try play the next to take part. over the world. <laughs> you're you're going to have to play part two. <laughs> you're just like, come on, man. And it, like, there's a lot, to, especially towards the end, I reckon, there's a lot of uh, nods to the original game where it, it does say that it's trying to bring in new players and like, Old players and new players alike will have a good experience. Um, I feel like towards the end, it's definitely focused on people who have played the original game because okay. they bring in characters and you're like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know why you're here. And it stays that way until the end. And it goes, the story continues. Don't worry, but you're going to have to wait. So yeah, a bit weird. Um, if you, I guess, if you enjoyed Final Fantasy 15 um, and you enjoyed the entire experience, then this is a game for you. If you didn't like Final Fantasy 15, I don't think this is for you. In terms of story, I'm talking about. In terms of gameplay, I, I did enjoy the gameplay loop. It was fun, but story-wise, it did get very weird. Mm-hmm. Another game that I played, man, I was like, I'm going to boot up the Switch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suss out what's going on Switch because too. I haven't played Animal Crossing in a little while. And I yeah, what the hell, man? The... You didn't even buy turnips. I didn't buy turnips. I know it's crazy, but uh, I checked out the Super Nintendo emulator in there and uh, played some Super Punch Out, man. Super Punch Super Out. Punch I've out. I've never played Super Punch Out. Oh, what? Yeah, dude. I've never played it. Get so, on um, it. It's still a lot of fun, man. I've I finished the the first. What do they call it? Amateur circuit or something. So it's like you fight ah. a few. A few dudes, and then you move on to the next division and stuff. So I finished the first one, and uh, man, it's the—I believe it was the very first Super Nintendo game that I played, and I played it on a plane. 
<laughs> what? Yeah, it was uh, Singapore Airlines had a Super Nintendo emulator on their planes and you could play Super Nintendo games. And not I didn't own a Super Nintendo and that's how I played it. And I was like, cool, Super Bunch, I'd give it a crack. And I was like, fuck, that is sick. so whack, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like so later whack. on in my life, I played emulators on, on the computer and played uh, a bunch of Super Nintendo games. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely this was, this was the... If not the first, one of the first uh, Super Nintendo games that I played, and uh, it it holds up, man. It's it's a fun game. So you're playing as obviously a, a boxer, um, and you do things like dodging or blocking, and you have to figure out your enemies, your opponents' uh, pattern. So they they get pretty wacky uh, as you go on in the game. You get a Bruce Lee looking character that like full on just fly kicks you in the face, even though it's a boxing game. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, man. Like, if you haven't played it, I reckon you'd still have fun with it now. I don't think it's a, the the nostalgia talking. Um, I'm still having a blast with that game. So, if you have Nintendo Online, definitely give it a crack. I, I don't remember if it's on the. Um, I think it is. It is on the the SNES Mini. I believe it is. I what think I, is it really? I think it is. Look into it. I I think it might be. Like, it would be a weird move if it wasn't on there because. Ah. Uh, it was definitely one of the their most popular games on there um but a lot of fun another game that i played on switch uh so the elder scrolls blades came out on switch i did talk about the mobile version when that came out last year um mm-hmm. had a little bit of fun with it but didn't like <clears throat> how linear it was um i think it's it feels better on switch it feels right it feels right on switch but playing with two mm-hmm. analog sticks um, it's still very simple, but it's uh, it's definitely a mobile game that's been ported for the Nintendo Switch. You have the tropes from uh, getting building up your gems to um, make your building quicker or uh, unlock yeah. chests quicker because mm-hmm. you've spent gems and you can spend real money, real life money in the game. That's all in there. So it's very much a mobile game that's been ported um in terms of gameplay uh, the graphics uh pretty average uh but that's i guess that's not what you're going that for like it's it's a pretty basic game it's a very basic elder scrolls game where you're a dude who goes back to his village to find out that everything's been burned down because some crazy motherfucker decided to go in there and just go nuts um so you go do some quests for uh the people in your town and you you collect materials to basically build your city up again so you go from um saving the blacksmith to building the smithy so uh you can forge weapons and armor and stuff and shops and whatnot and there's yeah it's it's a cool little palette cleanser i guess like i don't feel the need to spend money because i played in short bursts it's my going to bed game Mm -hmm. um so i'll do a short sesh get some stuff and just leave it to unlock and then the next time i play it my stuff is there but a lot of the stuff has been pretty quick like some buildings can take a while to to finish building but i have no problem with that i don't feel the need to spend the money but it's definitely in your face a lot (laughs) yeah it's it it is a free game to be fair it's mobile um but it does get kind of annoying. Like it'll be, you'll have a little notification. You go in there, and it's like, hey, this is unspecial, and there's there's chests that will cost you. Like I I saw one for it was about hundred fifty dollars, and I'm like, Whoa. surely no one is buying this shit. If someone is, you need help. 
but you do have yeah so some crazy options in there i'm just like you guys are fucked um (laughs) you guys are fucked (laughs) you can play the game and have fun without spending any money but yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's a big disclaimer there it it is in your face not a lot but it yeah you do get a few notifications about it um it's very simple in terms of combat as well it's literally you use the the triggers zl and zr Mm -hmm. i think they're called um and you hold it down you got to time it to do an attack and then you move your analog stick to block so it's very basic okay yeah i'm still having fun with it man but yeah nothing nothing crazy not reinventing the wheel it's a very simple game um but yeah definitely a palate cleanser nothing more than that yeah apart from that man um I I did this to prove a point. I did Ooh. this to prove a point. Oh. I started playing The Witcher 3, man. I started playing it. And um, I don't know what Zach was talking about because I know he said that it was one of the most amazing games he's ever, he's ever played and he wanted us to play the DLC and stuff. And I played this and I was like, it feels a lot like uh, RuneScape on mobile. And I think that I reckon that's that's what they did. They they played RuneScape Mobile and thought we're gonna take some ideas from that game and make The Witcher three. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I really don't understand what Zach was talking about. It's it's not that great. You might as well play. Um, it, especially RuneScape. being on mobile, you can play it wherever you want. So I recommend mm. uh, RuneScape Mobile over <laughs> The Witcher three for sure. <laughs> okay, now that I've uh, that I got in Zach's head. I'll, I'll give you my real impressions of the Witcher three. Um, holy shit, man. It's uh yeah, I'm, I'm hooked now. I'm hooked now. So, uh, I was telling you before, so I checked my last save file on there because it was still, <laughs> it was still on my console. It was from 2017. Now, God, yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't feel like it was that long ago. Like if, if you asked me, I would have said maybe, a year and a half ago was the last time I played it. It was three years ago, which is mental. So I jumped back in and uh, yeah, I'm all in, man. I've played a a fair chunk of it uh, over the past few days. And uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. There's a few things in there where I'm like, it's a little bit clunky, but you have to remember it's a five-year-old game now, but uh, very well written, uh, very fun quests to do, very interesting things to do in there i'm trying to steer away from side quests at the moment because mm-hmm. i do want to i do want to see it to the end and maybe do some side side quests later and, and potentially do do the dlc that that zach uh, recommended quick shout out mm-hmm. to zach from the news to reviews podcast over there are you you're, you're playing on playstation yeah i'm playing on playstation 4 yeah because yeah, that's, okay. that's the that's the one that i own i i did think about buying it on pc but i was like look i've already started it i might as well just uh keep going with it and um i'm enjoying it man it's uh but did you start did you start again i started again continue? i started again no, oh yeah okay. yeah I, I so to for context the first time i played it i got up to if you've played the game you know that this is pretty early on one of your quests that you get uh, at the start is you need to kill a griffin. So I killed the griffin and I got the money for it or whatever, the, the reward that you get for it. And I turned it off and I just never went back to it. That was my first session with it <laughs> and my only session. So I've already, I've already gone past that. And I'm, oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I reckon I've already put in maybe eight to 10 hours, I reckon, over the past nice. week. Nice. 
yeah, it's been it's been my main game up until <laughs> the next game that I'm going to talk about. But I was I was um I actually know exactly where I am up to in The Witcher, but I just have no idea on potions, controls. <laughs> like, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I said to you, I was like, mm, if I want to get like in, should I get it on PC? Because it's quite cheap now. And I'm going to start again anyway. And I'm like, Might do I want well. a better frame rate and all this kind of jazz? I'm like, hmm. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm tempted. Yeah. Might as well, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's depends how much you're going to play it, I guess, compared to yeah, all yeah. the other games that you're, you're getting and all the games that you're yeah, going to get on PlayStation yeah. as well. Is it worth spending money on a game that you already own on another system? Yeah. I guess. Mm. Uh, but the weird I'm thing just going to get it on Game Boy. Yeah. Oh, definitely the best version, Game Boy. Actually, I'm just going to get RuneScape. Fuck that. <laughs> RuneScape Mobile. <laughs> um the the weird thing was so i've decided i've been talking about it clearly about going uh back into the witcher 3 for a little while but the day i decided to do it with no knowledge that that was actually happening was on the 19th of may which is the fifth anniversary of the game coming out which is insane like i had no idea i just decided hey i'm gonna go play it that was it (laughs) and i found out the day after or a couple of days later that it was actually the fifth anniversary, which is... That's so weird. Yeah, real weird. But uh, instead of talking about a five-year-old game, how about we talk about the brand spanking new game that came out yesterday, Man Eater, where you play as a goddamn... She's a man eater. She's a... Work, huh? <laughs> Tell me, that she's, would be the best song for it, man. She's also a shark. A bit on the nose, but sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Man Eater. So I think I said to you, I, I did follow the development of this game a little bit um, uh, for for a while. So it's it was developed by Tripwire, the people behind uh, Killing Floor, which we played a little bit of when it was free on, uh, yes. on PlayStation Plus. Fun uh-huh. game. So in this game, you play as a shark. So you compared it to uh, Hungry Shark Evolution that we played on mobile, which is a is fair but it's a little bit more fleshed down than that not not too much more (laughs) let's be honest but uh, there's there's a few more things you can do in there so there's a bit of a story nothing groundbreaking it's not the last of us part three uh but there's a little bit of a hook uh which is interesting enough to keep you going so it's set up as a reality tv show so the show is called man eater and uh you start off by yeah, this, this dude is following this fisherman around. So Scaly Pete is the fisherman they're following around in his boat and he obviously uh, hunts for sharks. So he's after this shark and you start playing as the shark and you play the tutorial and it's very fun. You go around eating people and, and, and other fish and stuff. So how it works is when you eat fish or humans, you get XP and resources that you can use to, uh, I guess, develop your your perks and all that and, and also it uh it regenerates your health as well so you need to do that and it's pretty fun to do it you swim around in uh, obviously it's in 3d you you swim on all axes and it, when i started i was like this is kind of like piloting an airplane or a helicopter which i'm never good at but this was fine <laughs> this was fine the interesting part for me was i'm underwater and I don't have to look at a bar that tells me, hey, you need to go to the surface to get, get, some, air. get some air. Yeah. 
so it took me a few minutes to get used to that because like I'd every <laughs> every every few seconds i was like oh shit i need to go back up oh wait i'm a shark <laughs> so it's the opposite in this game I'm a shark. if you're uh out of the water you need to go back in quickly or you okay. die um <laughs> yeah so you do that tutorial bit and then you you fight some the the fishermen so scaly pete's team who in the end spoilers they catch you and he kills you so what happens is you've done the tutorial and uh scaly pete guts you and a little baby shark comes out and eats his hand and goes back in the water and there it is you start the game as a baby shark and you gotta wait baby shark okay sorry and you gotta you gotta work you gotta work your way up the the food chain so that's where it gets interesting and you gotta work on what you're what you're gonna focus on but the, the thing is that i feel like it might get a bit repetitive is you you get different areas right so you go into a grotto which is your your base you need to go in there to level up and uh, evolve your shark and whatnot so you can't mm-hmm. do that in the open world you need to go back in to level up you need to go back to your base you can fast travel to it um but you basically have certain types of missions that you need to do so it's either um i think they call it uh crowd control where you got to eat a certain type of fish in a certain area and uh, in some cases it'll be the main food source of the the predator from that area right so if you eat okay. them it gets his attention he comes out you got to fight him okay right take over yeah so on but it's basically those different types that carry over in, in in each area so i feel like that might get a bit repetitive but at the same time i looked at the progression and i think i'm almost halfway into the game so it doesn't oh, wow i don't think it's very long okay uh, so i played for about six hours so far i reckon i did have a fun time yesterday man i played more than i thought i would um yeah it's a lot of fun swimming around and exploring stuff the the part that can be a bit frustrating is the navigation in the game mm-hmm. because you basically get a map but it's a top-down map in when you're swimming in water right so there's things like tunnels and stuff that you won't see on the map or there's a a wall That's that you can't cool, get dude. through so you got to figure that out which can get a bit annoying because okay I'll look on my map and I'll be like, okay, I need to go that way. But then when I'm swimming, I'm like, well, fuck, my map didn't show me that there's a... Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I thought you meant there was like hidden things. Like, Oh, there are. Like, you know, there's a cave there and it doesn't show on the map. Yeah, so like, I mean, there, there, there are those things as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the navigation can be a bit frustrating because it's like, it'll show you what direction the thing is in, but there's no kind of waypoint going. You need to turn right yeah. and yeah. stuff, which can be a bit annoying. But... Mm-hmm. As you progress into the game, the areas do get a bit bigger and it's a bit easier to navigate. At the start, you're like in this little swamp. So everything's a little bit, you know, shallow and narrow and stuff. Uh, but it does get better. Um, where it gets interesting is where you can upgrade your shark. So you get weird, wacky mutations that you can put on your shark. Uh, things like I unlocked uh, bone teeth because like, <laughs> they actually look like bone teeth however you describe that and it actually changes like how your shark looks so uh i guess the good and bad parts are 
within that part of the game because mm-hmm. it's great that you can do those upgrades but the way you unlock those upgrades can get annoying so it's like if you want the full collection of uh the bone set right you need to do a particular type of missions and do all of them once you've done all of them that's how you get that but it'll okay. be hidden behind things like uh, as you mentioned there's hidden parts around the map uh, it'll be like once you've unlocked a certain amount of um uh, what are they called landmarks you'll get mm-hmm. you'll unlock a part for your shark but it's like sometimes mm-hmm. you're like i don't want to go around looking for those hidden things like it can get tedious like I, I i personally don't enjoy going around looking for feathers in assassin's creed or <clears throat> those yeah. things like i get bored of those pretty quickly yeah so the fact that one of the unlockables that i want to get is hidden behind that that can be a bit annoying <laughs> Yeah, because you know it's n- it's not at random, right? So it's like when no. you do these particular missions, you're gonna get the next get part certain for the thing. set. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's that's a little <clears> bit disappointing. <throat> but apart from that, man, it's a lot of fun. I like swimming around, eating people, and you can do things like um, uh, jump up out of the water onto the beach, and like you can still jump around on on the <laughs> ground and eat people and because the ai is dumb as fuck the humans will just like start screaming and run around in a circle sometimes they'll even run towards the water to make it easier for you to eat them uh but it's it's cool man it's a lot is of it, fun is there, is there a multiplayer aspect at uh, all no there isn't uh, that would um, be actually imagine a co-op version of that dude that would be interesting yeah that would be sick yeah it's a it's basically yeah an, an, an action rpg you do uh, work on oh, upgrades cool, on your shark and stuff and it's it's yeah. a lot of fun you meet different types of fish and some of them will fight you you have alligators that sort of thing and mm-hmm. you gotta you, you can see what level they are so you gotta work out hey am i gonna fight this guy do i swim away and you can do things like uh dodge tail whips obviously bite them that sort of thing it's a lot Cheek of fun whips. yeah simply you can jump on boats and eat the people on board it's man it's it's crazy fun it's a lot of fun i'm I'm definitely enjoying it at the moment i don't know what it's gonna i I have a feeling it might get repetitive and i've seen a lot of people say does get repetitive uh, but i've also seen people who have uh yeah played uh all the way through and have enjoyed the hell out of it so i'm hoping on i'm on that side of the coin but um yeah. That's uh, pretty much everything covered for this week, man. A lot of games oh, played, right. a lot of news. Congratulations, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Chris, on 100 episodes of Bun Mash. Congratulate you, Roger Dodgy. You've put a lot of hard work into this. Um, all the editing that you put in. Uh, if people don't know out there, I've got the easiest job of just <laughs> sitting my ass on the couch and speaking <laughs> rubbish um, to Rog. Well, he does all the hard work behind the scenes, so... Um, good work, man. Um, I'm looking forward to another hundred more. Hell yeah! And Hell yeah. Um, hopefully our frame rate's still good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, no, it's been a lot of fun, man. I I enjoy doing this. Uh, so thank you for allowing me to do it. Because if I didn't have a co-host, I don't see how I would be doing it. And I couldn't think of a better. Uh, you just probably get another co-host to be honest. That's, I couldn't think of a better co-host than you, man. <laughs> Someone who'd stick with me for a hundred episodes, not many of them around. So uh, thank you, good sir. It's been a fun ride and I know it's gonna it's only gonna get better from here. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on all the socials, Bunmash Pod everywhere, www.bunmashpod.com is where you find all the links to everything button mash. But for now, go.
guys, let's wrap it up for another week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Have a wonderful week.